Good morning, traders. Very, very warm welcome to today's um, pre-market trade plan session. So, of course, today is Tuesday, the 20th of uh, December. I need to double check there. Um, and this is our second last um, pre-market trade plan of the year. So we're finishing up uh, tomorrow afternoon. Just to let you know, we'll, we'll put some, uh, we'll send out some information actually um, about it today at some point. Um, the whole point of this particular session, of course, is for you to be as prepared as you possibly can for today's trading opportunities. So let's get uh, let's get straight into it then. Uh, please see our risk warning currently up on screen, and we've had some pretty significant moves really in the last uh, few hours um, across these markets. From uh, broadly speaking, from the BIJ, so I'll explain what's kind of going on there. It's kind of a replica, really, of um, of what we've seen in, in the US. Uh, so let's uh, let's do a quick introduction. Um, each trader, every time you get to your trade list, you need to make some decisions regarding which markets to trade. Where do you then want to enter and exit those markets? How do you manage risk prior to entry? Um, what decisions do you need to make in order to manage each trade to a successful outcome? Uh, and taking on board trade psychology as well. These are all very important features. There's a lot of education in your members area about each of these facets. Um, but we, we discuss these considerations every day in our live trade rooms, just to let you know. And we're very strong advocates of being consistent uh, in our decision making, being accurate with the levels we use, being disciplined with our capital and, of course, being patient. And these things allow us and certainly give us a bit of a platform uh, to be able to, to be consistently profitable in this environment. Okay, so I, I mentioned the BOJ, and that's pretty much what what's dominating markets uh, currently. So we had, um, across all central banks, we've had uh, an easing policy for years and years, very accommodative central banks. And what they've done is they've tried to control the yield curve, keep that under control, keep that suppressed. Um, it's uh, also lowering rates as well. And what impact that had broadly was it's quite supportive of um, of the markets more broadly. So you often see um, markets pushing to the upside during this low rate environment. And, and go, what goes hand in hand with that, which is what we've seen an awful lot of, is quantitative easing. So really loose market conditions. Now, today, for the first time, we've seen the BOJ um, actually keep their, their policy rate at minus 0 0.1, but they've loosened, I suppose, their, their controls over their yield curve. Um, so let me show you what, what oh, sorry, that's the US. Um, let me show you what I mean. So let's look at the Japanese yield curve. And this will explain what's happening to these markets today. So. 10-year treasury is a good example. You can see that the, um, if we go back, perhaps look over a much longer time frame, and you can go way beyond that, I think over the last sort of 10, 12 years, um, the, the BOJ have wanted to keep a really tight control over the yield curve. Um, but what they alluded to was they, they, they can maybe perhaps allow, with inflation pushing higher, CPI uh, in Japan, um, very similar to the situation across, you know, the uh, Europe and across the US where they were saying this transitory inflation, we're, we're hearing the same thing come out of Corona, 
uh, and the BOJ. They talk about transitory inflation. Uh, they've got a target of around 2%. Uh, CPI is already up at 3.7. They're saying it's transitory. It seems to be the same picture happening again. Um, so they've, they're loosening their controls over the yield curve, uh, looking to tighten financial conditions slightly, although they haven't actually started to, uh, to increase the rates yet. But they're, they're, they're laying the, the ground for it. And it's a similar picture to what we were hearing from the Fed this time last year. Uh, you know, there's no, you know, uh, inflation is going to be transitory. There's nothing to really worry about. Uh, we're seeing bond yields just slightly push higher. Uh, no problem here. And, and as you can see across the U.S., if we compare and contrast the U.S. 10-year, you know, we're now up at 3.65 and we had been up at 4.2. So, and, and these guys were, if we look at, the US, um, we, we'd been down at incredibly low levels uh, for quite some time. So we're just bouncing off these very, very uh, accommodative lows and tightening monetary policy. And that's really what the BOJ are beginning to go through. So, so what does this mean if we get a spike in yield curve? Well, it's unfortunately, it's bad news for, for, for the stock markets. And uh, Bad news for the yen, uh, sorry, the, the Nikkei, which is the Japanese stock market, but it's having that contagion effect. It's adding to the uh, the overall sort of bearish aspect to these markets more broadly across the US and, and across Europe. So no major surprise to see, you know, the yield curves jump, that they're, they're allowing uh, a little bit more flexibility in their yield curve in Japan. Um, as a result, we would probably look for opportunities uh, for equity markets and indices to push lower. Uh, we'd expect the yen to perhaps strengthen. And just as we've seen all year with the, with the, with the US situation, with um, you know, yields pushing higher, stocks rolling over, and a strong dollar. So this is, um, this is a, a pretty important shift. So it's important that we, we acknowledge that that's the case. So we go in and we'll have a look at perhaps the Nikkei, we'll have a look at the yen, uh, see how they've been performing, see if there's, if there's a good opportunity to try and take advantage of. I know they've pulled back off their lows, so we go in and have a look at them uh, now in just a second. So maybe history's repeating itself, and this is what we often find. Um, uh, so let's see if there's an opportunity here. So outside of the BOJ, uh, we've only got Canadian core retail sales numbers and, and sales numbers. Uh, be mindful of that, I suppose, if you happen to be trading the Canadian dollar. Um, and nothing of any major concern tomorrow. Uh, Thursday is pretty quiet. And uh, we do have on Friday core PCE. Uh, we won't be trading on Friday, uh, but it'll be, um, be interesting to see if the inflation is coming down uh, for the core PCE prices. So we, we'll wait and see on that, just out of curiosity more than anything. So strong focus on the on the yen. <coughs> so firstly, looking at risk, we've still got this bearish move. Um, in fact, it didn't really do much yesterday over the course of the European trading session. And then uh, as European traders stepped away, uh, North American traders started to roll these prices over to the downside. 
And we've got some strong continuation today. So we can just take these lows and we can look for further downside below that 38.01. So US indices looking at, the, looking at the same stuff. We'd expect further downside. Uh, below yesterday's low, we'd expect further downside. Now it starts getting interesting when we start looking at the uh, Nikkei. So FTSE, again, it's a bearish candlestick today. Uh, same situation with the DAX. Uh, however, major move across the, the, the Nikkei. Here, of course, is the problem with the Nikkei. Uh, if I just get my pen up. Yeah, good morning, everyone. Hope you're all keeping well. Uh, two days before we finish up now for Christmas, uh, we'll take a, a two-week break, and then we'll be back early, early, early January. Just to let you know, we'll get some information out about it as well. Um, the problem we've got with uh, with the Nikkei is we've been range-bound now since. Uh, Well, all year really. So we've seen major moves across other equities, and we go back to sort of December twenty twenty one. We've just been in this little sideways pattern, and yes, there is a sizable move below that twenty seven four hundred, um, and we are looking like we're going to be pushing down to the twenty five thousand six hundred yen level, but we're not really. Um, because we're trading inside this consolidation, it's not a great opportunity for us. Uh, just having a quick look at Bitcoin. Bit of a bounce. We're down at these lower levels, but um, still tough conditions for Bitcoin traders. So yesterday turned marginally positive. A little bit of a wishy-washy day yesterday. <coughs> we had a turnaround in quite a number of markets. Um, so gold, we, we pushed higher yesterday. We rolled back over to the downside and now we're looking like we're going to push higher again. So a little bit of kind of choppy price action, same situation with oil. We were rolling lower. We kind of reversed, pushed higher. And now we're rolling back lower again. So not great sort of quality moves there. So the big moves we've seen are pretty much in the end. So look at the size of a move, the corrective move that we've seen now. And this is a, this is a structural failure trade to the downside. Oops. So if we do our analysis, we've got a, in fact, there's a descending uh, triangle in here. So this is a very interesting move for us. So any kind of pullback into 163.05, uh, we'd be looking to try and take advantage of that trade. Plenty you know, downside, yeah, it does have a, a large sideways moving nature to the market. But certainly what's happened today is likely to be uh, very important for um, for the yen. So let's have a look at the euro-yen. Same situation, you know, structural failure trades to the downside now. Breaking these lows. 
So very wishy-washy. It was, it was kind of up and down the whole time in the build-up to this event. And now we've got the corrective move. So further downside on that. And we could probably just take a bit of a bearish uh, view on this market for maybe a few days. So it's not necessarily just like a an instant reaction to the trade. We're, we're probably likely to get a strengthening yen um, across the board. So let's see. Let's have a look at the dollar yen. So eventually that's that move in the dollar yen. Again, long periods of up and down, followed by you know short periods of of quite exciting moves. So definitely looking at that yen today. The euro dollar, a uh, bit indecisive really up at those levels. Um, a lot of yesterday's price action was pretty pretty indecisive. <coughs> <coughs> Dollar yen, really strong move for the yen. Let's see if there's anything else. Yeah, the Aussie dollar we were looking at buying yesterday. And it, uh, was it the Aussie dollar? No, excuse me, it was the pound dollar, wasn't it? But we, st we got these reversals across the board. We were looking at the Aussie as well, but didn't really make any progress yesterday. And uh, today now it's kind of rolled, rolled over quite nicely to the downside. So it's a bit of a mixed bag for the, for the dollar, actually. So I think, I think it's fair to say, let's have a little focus. Let's drill down these yen pairs. Um, and uh, uh, we can probably expect further downside across the US indices. So we've got a little bit more. Yesterday was kind of this sort of wishy-washy, quite mild uh, risk on market condition. Today, we've got a little bit more to work with. Um, Um, so we're looking at contagious risk-off market conditions, so broadly led by the yen, by the BOJ, um, so we can, uh, we can position ourselves accordingly. Um, let's, uh, yesterday, the quality of the trade plan wasn't, wasn't great. There wasn't, wasn't that huge amount to work with. So let's look for, um, And then Nikkei, uh, weakness. <coughs> I think, I think that, that finally kind of determines really what, what we'd be looking for in today's markets. 
Okay, so this is what we're looking for in today's market. So uh, in terms of summary, we're, we're looking at contagious risk off market conditions. So what's happening in the BIJ is feeding through um, other stock markets. So it might give us some weakness opportunities across not just the Nikkei, but also probably more so the US indices. So further downside from there, we've been tracking those a lot, uh, of course, and um, we're, we're broadly very bearish these markets. And we'll have a look at some dollar strength. So that's the dollar yen, euro yen, pound yen, certainly to the downside. And we'll see if we can uh, cherry pick some good opportunities there. So that's our trade plan for the for today. Um, let's see if we can finish the, the, the year quite strong. There's not really much to work with yesterday at all. So let's see if today gives us some decent opportunities. All right, guys, listen, on that note, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, do take care. We're going to switch rooms now to, uh, we're going to trade a U European trading session from 8 a.m. So hopefully you can join us for that. Uh, and we, we'll be back again, of course, at 12.45 for the U.S. trading session. So if you do want to join us and trade actively and, and uh, look to try and take advantage of these markets in a, in a live trading environment, then uh, you can do so with us. Um, for more information, just go to thelivetrader.com. Great stuff, guys. On that note, listen, take care. We're going to switch rooms now. Uh, we'll see you on the in the live trade room very shortly. So for everyone here, take care. Bye for now.